begun. So it begins yet again. How are we doing? We're doing good. Good. Week eight complete. Week eight in the books, full week. Done. Week nine coming up. Week nine incoming. Um, yeah. How'd you find week eight? Enjoyed it. Watched about half the games. Uh, yeah. A few upsets, but not as many as week seven. I would say not many upsets. No, but Chiefs so losing is a big one. That was a big one. And then 49ers losing is a big one. Oh, yeah, that was actually very upsetting. Upsetting. They yeah. lost on your birthday. I oh, know, I didn't get the memo. They didn't. No. I did think, obviously, I really enjoyed birthday, watching Red Zone, having everyone around. But it does mean that I pay slightly less attention to the football. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like I have as much insight as usual. I normally, you know, I'm really scraping the barrel as is. Well, like I said, when I watch on my own, I write like notes. But when I watch it with people, I'm obviously mm. not doing that. And then by the time we do this, but no clue what happened. Yeah, the good thing I do have I have like listened to podcasts and stuff, which I always do. So I'm kind of reminded when I hear things. I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Um, but yeah, this week is a bit thin in terms of what I remember. Um, but that's okay because we've got trade deadline stuff to talk about, which you yes. don't even know about. So don't know so, shit about. So we'll be breaking news for you. Um, yep. But before we get to that, week eight, should we go? Let's go. Let's go. So, uh, no teams on by this week. Full slate of games. Um, starting on Thursday night with the Buffalo Bills hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buffalo won 24-18. to 18. Um, And I guess you've not watched this game. Not watched it. I thought Bills would win... Yeah, maybe I thought they'd win by like a little bit more, but pretty much, pretty yeah. much what I'd expect. Yeah, um, I'm not going to dwell too much on this, but I'll just read out the notes that I did make when I watched this. I wrote, "Josh looks like Josh again." That's Josh Allen. He was running the ball more. It looked like he had a bit more like fire in his belly. Um, and there were lots of the uh, supporters in the stands were calling for. Josh to run the ball more, or not like calling for plays that allow him to run the ball more, I guess. Um, so that was nice. And I like Josh Allen. He's a sweetheart, I think. Um, and it was nice to see the Bills doing well without relying on Stefan Diggs. So obviously, I like Stefan Diggs because he's on my fantasy team, but for the Bills, they've been very reliant on him. And outside him, it's been very hit and miss, like Gabe Davis and I'm like, a big game and then be silent for like five weeks or whatever. Um, but it was quite nice that they spread it around a bit more. Dalton Kincaid, the rookie tight end, had a big game, um, which is good. I, I think I picked him in our season's predictions to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I think week eight is a little late to be starting that push, but hey, it's <laughs> uh, not going to hurt. You never know. Um, but it was a weird game. Like 
Buffalo kind of dominated it. And it was a 14-point game in the fourth quarter. And then Tampa Bay went on this weird drive, which I've written here as about 10 minutes. I don't know how long that actually would have been. Maybe eight minutes. Um, that kept getting extended by penalties. And it's just like weird. They're just going so slow. Bear in mind, when you're that far down, you don't really want to be going slow. Um, but it did end in a touchdown. Um, yeah. And so then, there are only seven... I uh, can't remember how it worked. I think they might have gone for two. I can't remember. But basically, they had like a field goal. Not a field goal. A Hail Mary attempt at the end. Like at the very end of the game. Which... They could have got and won the game. Um, so looking at the score, they must have gone for two the first time successfully. So that's a six-point game. They got the ball back right at the end. I think it was about 25 seconds left. No timeouts. Uh, it's not really enough time. They did get enough time to get into Hail Mary range. Threw it up and then the ball bounced in the end zone. Like No one touched it. Oh, that's um, was it not near someone or just everyone jumped for it and it missed everyone? I think it went, went over people's heads, I think. Um, people just misjudged it or didn't like turn around quick enough or whatever okay. it was. But, um, yeah. Um, I enjoyed watching it. And it's good to... I like Buffalo. I've said this before. I root for Buffalo in the AFC a little bit. The one of my many, many teams that I root for. Um, yeah. So I enjoyed it. Um, any questions, comments, queries before we move on? No. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, the Texans lost to the Panthers 15-13. Panthers get their first win yeah, of the season. Embarrassing. You're not good for the Texans, no. Texans have been doing well. Yeah, that's the disappointing thing. But um, I think it was bound to happen at some point for the Panthers, given their schedule. They're bound to get a win, I think. Um and in a matchup that was, you know, the number one overall pick in a draft versus the number two overall pick in a draft, it was dominated by defenses. Yeah. Um, yeah, not too much to talk about with that. Do you have anything you want to add? No. <laughs> no? Good. <laughs> um, Dallas Cowboys, 43, Los Angeles Rams, 20. Uh, a game that I said I could see being very close. Not very close. Not very close. And in Cowboys fact, the scoreline makes it look even closer than it was, if my memory serves me correctly. Yeah. This uh, this was a good game. Yeah. Not great from a fantasy having Kuhn and Cooper Cup. No, I think but... combined, they had less production than one of them would usually have on their own. Yeah. They got about 13 points total. Yeah. Normally, they get around 18 each. But having Cowboys defense, good week for, to have Cowboys defense. Yeah. And like, big game from CeeDee Lamb, if I remember correctly. Dak Prescott doing all the things that he doesn't normally do well. I.e. making throws, not making mistakes. Um, so, yeah. A big performance from the Cowboys and a bit of a statement, I think. Yeah. Firing on all cylinders. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Minnesota Vikings go to Lambeau Field and defeat the Green Bay Packers 24-10. to What do you make this one? Well, I feel like it was less... I thought it would be closer. Hmm. 
full of Viking Packers, gear. it turns out, are bad. Like, real bad. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Vikings had good control of it, but Kirk got injured, didn't it? Yeah, that's devastating. And I was meant to Google it, I forgot. Is it season ending? Yeah, his Achilles. He's done. It's, yeah. the first, it's the first time he's missed a game uh, because of injury in his career, like his professional career. I think he had one game he had to miss because he had a positive COVID test. I think other than that, he's played every game he can. Now he's about to miss a bunch. Yeah, and the frustrating thing for me with this is the timing. Like, Minnesota started off badly. Like, well, they lost a lot of games. The offense was still playing all right. Um, and then they finally like picked up steam. It felt like they were putting it all together. And even though they don't have a great record now, because of the division they're in and the conference they're in, they, I would say, were world poised for a wild card spot. Um so yeah, they, they had momentum with them. Yeah. Because were uh, they 0-4 and, and then now they're 4-4? and 4? I can't remember if they were 0-4. I think they might have been 1-3. Either um, way, though, that's just had a bit of a memory. streak. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, obviously injuring your quarterback you know, two days before the trade deadline is interesting. So maybe that will be revisited, but... Ah, little teaser later. If it's not, I'm gonna be well disappointed now. <laughs> um, the New Orleans Saints take care of business and defeat the Colts, thirty-eight to twenty-seven, in a very nice performance by the Saints' offense, which at times this season has looked lethargic. Yeah, this was a good, good matchup. Kamara did yeah. pretty good. Big game from Kamara. Yeah. And yeah, I thought I favoured Colts, I think. You picked the Colts, yeah. So, pick competition. Yeah. I'm thinking Saints are better than I thought. And also, Colts maybe not as good as I thought. Mm. Yeah, this was, I think Minshew made some mistakes in this, if I remember um, correctly. But yeah, this was a kind of Saints offensive performance that I was kind of hoping they'd be able to produce regularly this season. Because um, they do have a lot of good players. They have Chris Olave, uh, Taysom Hill, Avan Kamara, Reed Sheed, Michael Thomas, Derek Carr. You know, they've got weapons, Jamal Williams. Um, so it was nice to see them kind of put it together. Um, but they were helped by some mistakes from Minchu. Yeah. I think. I'm not 100 percent sure, but <laughs> I think so. I might be thinking of the week before, but let's that go sounds there. right. Yeah. Um, the New England Patriots 17, the Miami Dolphins 31. This is pretty much bang on scoreline wise. What I was expecting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't think too much to write home about here. No, Dolphins should have won. They did. They did. Predictable. And, uh, Sets up a, a good matchup with the Chiefs next week. Two, six, and two teams. Yeah. They're the number one and two seed in the AFC as it stands. So, yeah. Tasty, I'm tasty, excited. tasty. Yeah. How did, how did Germany get one of the biggest games of the season so far? I'm not saying the London games were poor, but this is headline stuff. Well, presumably it's all put in the books before the season starts, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But I just, you know. 
So I guess they know they're getting we're getting a good game. Yeah. But didn't realize quite how good until now. Yeah, well no one's really sure what the Dolphins would be like this year. A lot of people had them doing well, but a lot of people also had them struggling. So Yeah. Anyway. Um the Jets thirteen, the Giants ten in a game which a lot of people would consider to be very poor. Shall we just move on? It was rubbish. <laughs> Let's move on. Neither team did shit. Um, I think this might be one of the only games I actually did right. That's something never. Um, oh yeah, all I wrote down was combined to twenty-four punts in that in, in that game. Jets Giants. <laughs> twenty-four. I think the record is like twenty-six or something. <laughs> Yeah, embarrassing. Um, but yeah, good kicks at the end from Greg the Leg. I don't think they're particularly long. I can't remember, but pressured. Did the job. And um, yeah, I did really enjoy the ending with the like one second left trying to spike the ball. I was kind of going crazy at that moment. So I was like, they don't have time. They don't have time. And then they did. And I was like, ah, they do have time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 20. Pittsburgh Steelers, 10. A nice result for the Jags on the road. All right. Yeah. Jags are good. Jags are good. Jags are putting it together. Are they 6 and 2 as well? They might be, you know. If not, they're close. They might be 5 and 2. They might have had a buy that the other ones haven't. I don't know. But... Um, just quick, quick scan. Either way, I don't think they've had a buy. Which is weird because they it's... played in London. Oh no, they got their buy next week, so they haven't had a buy. Are they six and two? I don't know. That's not my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Um, well, let's say they are, isn't it? Yeah, they're six and two as well. Fuck it. Um, the Atlanta Falcons twenty-three, Tennessee Titans twenty-eight. Really enjoyed this? this one. This was great. Yeah, I'd, I like Falcons. I would have slightly preferred them to win, but I'd rather Titans win and it be that game mm. than Falcons win and it be the Jets-Giants game. Yeah. Like I'd rather yeah. just see the good game. Uh, Hopkins and, did bits. Yeah, it's quite strange that we're saying what a great game it was when you had Taylor Heineke on one side and Will Levis on the other. You would have if you'd said that before the week, that those are the two quarterbacks we'd see for the majority of this game, or at least a good chunk of the game, you would not be uh, excited about watching it. But it was great. Will Levis turns out the mayonnaise guy smashing it. Smashing it. Why is he the mayonnaise guy? Oh, uh, he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I forgot. Uh, no I, wonder he's I not starting quarterback. <laughs> Even if he was the best of all of them, he couldn't start. Yeah, but um, it was nice to hear you because this is obviously his debut. He's a rookie, right? Um, and he had that horrible night at the draft where he he didn't get picked, and then every every pick that he wasn't picked, the camera would go to him just looking sad in the green room. Um, so I feel like this was nice. I feel like he should never have got picked. So does he put milk in as well? Oh, no, I think it's instead of like cream. So just black coffee, some mayonnaise. 
I guess I guess so. Okay, let's yeah, let's continue. Yeah, there was something else weird he did. I can't remember what it was. I wanted to say like East Bananas with the skin on. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> um the mayonnaise thing is definitely true though. He like posted a video of him doing it. insane. Yeah. So props to the mayonnaise guy. Um the Philadelphia Eagles go to Washington DC and win thirty-eight thirty-one. Bit too close to comfort. It was. Made it more exciting though, didn't it? Mm. But uh yeah. yeah, in terms of for the whole season, it would have been much better for it to be a lot more one sided. Which is sort of what you'd expect with Eagles commanders. Yeah, I but think now, now I'm just thinking Eagles are gonna win pretty much every game, but make them close. all look well difficult. Yeah, I think it's worth saying that this is a divisional game. They're always a bit closer than you think and a bit weirder than you think. Um, I think the only thing I want to add to that is AJ Brown. It's just a bit of a monster. He did bits. He's like one of the only receivers this year that I've seen just like take over games by himself. And he's done it, I don't know how many weeks in a row, but a good few weeks now. So... That's good. <laughs> oh, pardon me. All right, moving on. The Cleveland Browns 20, the Seattle Seahawks 24. Yeah, another close game. Another close. I don't really remember this one too much. Um, Deshaun Watson didn't play, if my memory serves me right. I don't, don't I remember so. that. Because that's a weird situation. Um, yeah, and Seattle are like sneaky good. Like no one's talking about Seattle. I was just about to say that. Worth I feel work. like in everyone's head they're like uh at this point in the season would be like a three and four or four and fourteen. Mm, yeah. Oh they they're also like they're five and two, I think. Yeah. I the think top they've the had one by. They're ahead of San Francisco in the Yeah, but they're not they're not showing off like dolphins. No. They're just they're gonna be in a Super Bowl and then people are gonna be like, hang on. What? These guys. Yeah. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, they're not gonna be in the Super Bowl, I don't think, but um I agree with what you're saying. They are kind of just coming out of nowhere, top of the division. They got some good players. Kind of all over really the good record. Really. Yeah. Um made a splash on trade deadline day. Another tease. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting um, yeah and the Browns who I kind of thought might be really really good this year another loss for them they're just inconsistent yeah it doesn't help when you don't have your starting quarterback you've given like 250 million quid to yeah that's not ideal although they weren't much better with him on offense like he wasn't really the solution no he's not been doing bits no um, Baltimore Ravens 31 Arizona Cardinals 24 probably closer than the Ravens would have liked but they get the W yeah basically same answer as Eagles Commanders yep oh, I can just cut that if you want and put it back here yeah same put it here 
same answer twice. <laughs> put a little marker down so you know where to put it. Um, and now one that we might have the odd thing to say about. Kansas City Chiefs, nine. Kansas City Chiefs scored nine points. Denver Broncos scored of. 24. No one scored less than the Kansas City Chiefs this week. And everyone played. Yeah. Unheard of for them to score nine. Full stop. But they weren't yeah. against Cowboys. No. They weren't against Browns, Final North Islanders. They weren't against 49ers, Eagles. Yeah, I think... Against Broncos. Um, I'm going to say that's not 100% sure it's true. I feel like I heard it. But obviously, these are in the same division. Goes to my point earlier that division games are weird. Um, which means Patrick Mahomes has been playing the Broncos twice every year. He's been in the league. I think this is the first time he's ever lost. Um, which is quite remarkable, really. Um, I'm going to read out the few notes I had on this game. Um, good Broncos defense came out of nowhere. Since when are they yeah. good? They're not really, but they are in this game. Um, Kansas City offense looked lost, not for the first time this season. We kind of thought they got it all together last week, was it? Or maybe the week before? We were like, oh, okay, they're back. Yeah. Fear not. Aha. Not back. Fear again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, you might not have seen this, but when the Broncos won, um, and you know, they're all doing handshakes on the field and the crowd are cheering, they were playing uh, Taylor Swift in the stadium. I thought, that was unnecessary. <laughs> Hands thrown. So, yeah. Um, but that's all... I mean, there's obviously a lot you could say about this game. But that's all I particularly wanted to say. Apparently, Patrick Mahomes was unwell. He had a bit of a flu, whatever. Okay. But he had a really poor game. He did, yeah. Like, not even by his standards, by any measure. Yeah, I had a look at everyone's fantasy matchup and I think he only scored like six points. Yeah. And I think he usually gets more like 26. Yeah. Um, not good. Not good, no. But um, a good win for Denver. Um, yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals 31, the San Francisco 49ers 17. Niners lose three in a row. And the Bengals win, I think, their third in a row. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, mate. Mm, not really. <laughs> um, what can I say? I can say Burrow looked good. Like, yeah. I think they were on their bye last week, was it? Um, yeah, they were on their bye last week. pretty good. Yeah. And Chase was good. I want to say Mixon did good as yeah. well. Mixon, it's the first time I've seen him look as sharp as he did either last season or season before, whichever one him looked good. <laughs> I um, think he looked good last season. But yeah, I think the disappointments for me from a San Francisco point of view were for the third week in the row, the defense looked fallible and found wanting, really. It's supposed to be like one of the best defenses in the league, if not the, and uh, couldn't really stop the offense. So that's disappointing. Um, and for the first time, Brock Purdy was like making mistakes. I mean, he's made mistakes before, but like costly, like consistently making costly mistakes. 
Um, I'm st- I'm not worried about Purdy. I think I do, still don't think he had a bad game really, but um, you'd like to see him clean that up a bit. You just hope it's not like the pressure and the nerves of like, you know, I threw two interceptions last week. I need to make up for it this week, and he does it again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, we'll find that out next week. Well, we won't because everyone buy next week. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the week after. The week after, um, yeah, not a bad time buy for San Francisco. No, they could um, do with a reset. Yeah, get the house in order a bit. Um, okay, let's move on before um, John gets too sad. Chicago Bears thirteen, the Chargers thirty. Sunday night football, which I guess you've not seen any of this. No. No. Um, I've looked up all the scores, but yeah. Yeah, well, I think this game sort of went roughly how you would think. The Chargers looked good on offense. Like the way that you... Kind of what I said about the Saints, how like they've got all these weapons. Can we use them properly? And can they look like the offense is supposed to look like? Yep, is the answer in this game. Eckler was back and uh, Herbert looked good. He completed all of his first 11 passes. Um, but yeah, and the Bears struggling. Tyson Bajan struggling. Yeah. Um, but sort of to be expected. And then Monday Night Football, final game of the week. The Las Vegas Raiders, 14, Detroit Lions, 26. What's some. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much bang on what I expected. I watched some highlights for this. Um, okay. So I basically have yeah. seen the Lions touchdowns. Right. Yeah. So what I would say is the scoreline flatters the Raiders. Um, yeah. the I didn't see a single raid. Game. I didn't see a single Raiders highlight. And I watched like a bunch. Yeah, so... Gibbs had a great game. Gibbs he had was, a monster game. He was most of the highlights. Yeah, he was great. Um, Detroit dominated pretty much the entire game. Ran the ball really well, mainly with Gibbs, as you say. Um, what else have I written down? I said, Max Crosby for the Raiders was their only bright spot. He looked insanely fast, powerful, I would like to have him on my team. Is that the guy that's got like two X's in his name? Yes, because he's yeah. extra large. Or extra extra large, I guess. Yeah. Um, Raiders had one good drive where they basically ran the ball with Josh Jacobs for an entire drive, scored a touchdown. The only other thing they did well was they got a pick six. So hence the 14 okay. points. Okay. Um, but yeah, they looked bad. Devontae Adams, not in the game. Jimmy missed him twice on two, what probably would have been 50-plus yard touchdown passes if he gets them. Missed them both. At least one was really tricky. Like, he was under a lot of pressure when he threw the ball. But, you know, you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. you got to make one of the two, I'd say. Um, yeah, really disappointing for the Raiders. For a team in my head that kind of feel like they should be like one and six, one and seven, 
and are actually like three and four or whatever it is now, three and five. Yeah. Yeah, their record's not terrible. No, which it should be. Um, on that note, do you do you have anything you want to add before we move on? No. No. Okay. Uh, so, so quick admin. Yeah. Is that in our picks competition? Um, there were no teams on by, so there were sixteen games. Yeah. Um, I correctly predicted. 12 you correctly predicted 9 oh poor and, uh, for me the game you predicted to be a tie was the Tennessee Atlanta game which was a 5 point game so not too far off and it was but, a high score in 5 point game yeah then, which yeah. makes it closer no points for close I'm afraid so that brings our cumulative totals to 76 for John 68 for Paul just one tie though, and then we're dead even. Yeah, I mean that's kind of you kind of need it now though. You're going to struggle to make it up otherwise. As we move into right. the second half. That's all right. I'm going to have it this week. Okay, so some news. Breaking news. Well, it's not breaking. It broke ages ago, but to you it's breaking news. Yeah. And I think on the theme of the Raiders look poor. This sounds all crazy good. Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager David Ziegler have been relieved of the duties. McDaniels is out. McDaniels is done. Done, done, done. Exited the building. Um, which I think has been kind of coming. They've looked bad, and they don't have a bad team, like players-wise. They've got Josh Jacobs. they got Devontae Adams. You know, Jimmy's not bad, as we saw in San Francisco for a long time. Like, I think it's been coming. It's rare to see a general manager go mid-season, from what I gather. Yeah. But... Maybe guess... it was they wanted McDaniels and the manager was... No, I'm only working with McDaniels, thinking that I mean they'd keep him, and then ended up getting fired with him. Yeah, I don't really know how those kind of I mean, relationships work. That's purely speculative, obviously. Yeah, but um, interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. I mean, so I think Josh McDaniels. He was just some background. He's he was the OC, I think, the offensive coordinator in New England for a lot of the Brady years. Um, and I believe he had a head coach gig. Oh, where was it? My one had the Jets? Or maybe the Broncos? I don't know. John doesn't know. He had a head coach gig somewhere and did okay for a bit, got to the playoffs, and then did not very good. And then got fired. It's not particularly common that you get a second bite of the apple when it comes to head coaching gigs. It is much more rare that you get a third bite. So he's had his second chance now. I would expect him to get an offensive coordinator job next year. If he wants to. He's got four years left on his contract, which means he can sit at home and do nothing and get paid a decent amount of money for four years. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, I think if he's he takes a the job, deal. does he not get those four years paid as well? In addition, um, I think double pay for four years. Uh, that's a very good question. I think that's something that the teams need to work out. Yeah, maybe because of the if he gets double pay, he should get the OC job. If not, yeah. bloody chillax, mate. Yeah, might I mean might chillax. Yeah, go swimming. Go swimming. Zahi, relax. Well, I don't know. I don't know what he does. Don't know that much about him, to be honest. He's a big swimmer. Uh, do we know their next head coach? We know their interim head coach. I can't remember his name. Didn't write it down. He's the current linebackers coach, I think. Ex-player. Okay. Um, I think probably well-liked by the players. Yeah, I was going to say, kind of vibe I'm like getting. respectable. Um. But yeah, they basically just need to tear the whole thing down and start again, I think. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't always work. Um, but I think just replacing the head coach and just trying to kind of modify the squad a bit and build it a bit isn't going to work. I mean, this is just me. I don't, I don't know anything, obviously. But I just think, get rid of your assets, which means Devontae Adams, I'm afraid. Maybe Josh Jacobs. And maybe Jimmy, and just start again. New new head coach. You know, big rookie class, lots of young players, some free agents, some veterans, and just start again. Yeah, and it'll take a long time, but the Lions have shown that it can be done. The Lions were awful for a long, long time, and then three years into Dan Campbell's tenure, they look like they're going to win the division for the first time in I don't know twenty years. Yeah, they look awesome. Um, so that's big news. That's big news. News, news, news. But um, it's not trade deadline news, although it did happen at a very similar time. Would you like some trades that have happened See on or near the trade deadline? Or I'm, no, I'm gonna. I'm in charge. This is my party. <laughs> um, Seahawks first day. Well, I've written them in order. <laughs> okay. So the, I've mostly written the order of most interesting to least. I'm going to start with this one because this happened away before the deadline, but I don't know if you know this. Um, safety Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you know this? No. Okay. So this happened before this week, but I, I, I don't think he played. I would be very surprised if he played. Um, yeah, I like. Pro Bowl type guy. Um, I think he's started every game of every season he's been in Tennessee. Um, so a good ad. Yeah. I mean, safety is just not super exciting. But yeah, but means good safeties. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Um, this one is a big one. The Minnesota Vikings, who lost their quarterback, have traded with the Philadelphia Eagles for quarterback Jalen Hurts. Fuck off. That's bullshit. What do you think of that? I don't believe it. No, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> that's I thought I'd uh, test you, you know. That's know you not even as funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I'm quite, quite sad up. that you believed it, that you like called it out straight away. 
Yeah, well, I was on fantasy today, and I knew Jalen Hurts was Eagles still, according to that. Oh, okay. And um, I knew Eagles wouldn't get rid of their star quarterback no, when no. they're seven and one. No, that would be crazy. Um, all right, I'm going to go with from what I think is most interesting to least. I feel like the wrong way around to do it, but sure. Okay. Um, You're in charge, mate. As you said, you do whatever you want. Yeah, okay. I do whatever the fuck I want. Most interesting. Chase Young, defensive end, Washington, has been traded to San Francisco in exchange for a conditional third round, not conditional, compensatory third round pick. Um, okay. I.e. one of those picks at the end of the third round. Roughly 100th overall. Um, Young is 24 and was the second overall pick about, I don't know, three or four years ago. Yeah. A very nice ad by San Francisco, if you ask John. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why you put this one top of your list for most interesting. Well, because I like San Francisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all adding up now. But yeah. Um, very nice. I think... The question here is, is this for the rest of the season or is this more of a long-term thing? He's only 24. It could be long-term. His contract ends at the end of this year. So you're either going to need to pay him big time or let him go. But for San Francisco, it's sort of okay either way. I, th- I think, if I'm not correct, in that if you pay him, well, that's fine. You've got him. It's going to be hard to pay him because you've got so many other players that need paid, including Brandon Ayuk. He's out of contract and stuff like this. Um, but I think if you let him walk, then because he was on such a salary, or I can't remember exactly how it works, I think you would, in the next year's draft, you would be given a third-round compensatory pick for him. Okay. Does that make sense? So that's sort of, if you're going to get it for eight games, it's sort of free. I think, in a way. Yeah. I mean, you'd be giving up a 2024 third rounder for, and then be getting back a 2025 third rounder. I think other than that, sort of the same, I think. Decent. Is that fun? Uh, interesting. Not It'd exactly. be more fun if I told you Chase Young had long hair, which he does. That does make it a bit better. It's like ponytail. Um, no, uh, like dreads. I don't really know what they're called. Long hair, like Derek Long. Henry's hair. Um, well, Derek Henry's like tied up, isn't it? Um, I don't know. Okay, Google it. Could do. I don't really know what dreads are. Okay, that's becoming clear to me. Um. But yeah, and obviously it's a signal that Washington are in sell mode, which yeah. makes sense because they've got new owners, which I think I switched about at the beginning of the season, who often want to shake things up and build their own team from scratch. On a not unrelated note, Montez Sweat, defensive end, Washington, traded to the Chicago Bears for a second round pick. Oh. I think and something else, but I didn't write it down. 
That's sort of confusing from the Bears' perspective. Well, why are the Bears buying? Yeah, maybe they just think he's an investment long-term. I don't know anything about him. Is he pretty young? He's older than... He's older than Young, Chase Young. Yeah. Um, he's, I think, 27, 28. But he's he's good. He's been more productive he's than proven. Chase Young. Okay. Um, I think, I don't mind it from a Bears point of view. Like, they're not in win-now mode. We know that. But you're giving up a second-round pick. You know, they, A, Bears have quite a lot of picks. Um, and B... Who are you going to get with that second round pick? It's not going to be better than Montez Sweat. You're better off getting the players in so you have good players in the building. And then you're in charge of their contracts. You can release them if you don't want them, but you can extend them if you do want them. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So I don't mind it. And on the flip side of that, I sort of think Washington could have kept at least one of these guys. I know they want to rebuild. But I think 100th overall pick for Chase Young, I think is cheap. Remember when he was the second overall pick a few years ago? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's probably come from the new owners who said, no, no, we want draft capital over player capital. And we'll see if it works. Yeah. Um, They had a good uh, nickname, this too these two, because these are two defensive ends on the same team, right? Yeah. And uh, around the NFL podcast, we're trying to coin the nickname for them both. Young and Sweaty. Young and Sweaty. No, Young and Sweaty. So Young and Sweaty are no more, I'm afraid. Well, I mean, they still exist, but separately now. Separately. Yeah. They're not um, the partners they were before. Are there any other nuggets with this? Um, Chase Young was at Ohio State with Nick Bosa. For a bit, okay. so that's nice. So they they know each Got other. Some chemistry already. Um, yeah, I think they probably must have only overlapped a year or two, but yeah, so that's good. And was kind of the missing thing in San Francisco was like they had three elite players on the defensive line, and then it was like and someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now hopefully we know who that someone else is, and so it'll be four elite players. Um, okay. Leonard Williams, defensive tackle, traded from the New York from the New York Giants to the Seattle Seahawks in exchange for a 2024 second rounder and a 2025 fifth rounder. Okay. So Seattle buying a defensive tackle, a good defensive tackle from the Giants, makes sense that Giants are selling. Makes sense that Seattle are buying. Makes sense that Seattle are buying. Um, yeah. And the Giants, you know, a bit like what I said with Washington, the Giants do have other players on that defensive line. Kayvon yeah. um, Thibodeau. And uh, the name escapes me. Someone who's even better, but the name escapes me. Um, okay. We're going to go through these. Quicker because they're getting less interesting. Russell Douglas, cornerback, um, and a fifth-round pick are being packaged from Green Bay to Buffalo in exchange for a third-round pick. 
Okay. So, again, kind of obvious buyers and sellers there. Yeah. Um, Buffalo get a decent corner um, who has been particularly good with like interceptions in the last few years. Um, he's had at least a couple pick sixes. Mm, I want to say last year. But um, yeah, and the Packers don't really have much hope for much anymore other than just hoping that their young team is going to get better. Yeah. Because they don't have loads of assets they can trade away. They got some, obviously. But um, on the positive side, Green Bay did recently sign their former first-round pick defensive end, Rashawn Gary, to an extension. So that's good news for them. Okay. And that's a good player who's staying in Green Bay. But yeah, who knows what the future's like in Green Bay. Um, all right, let's keep rolling. You tell me when this gets boring. How many more you got? One, two, three, four, five. Five, okay. Are any of them Vikings quarterbacks? Um, yes. Let's hit us with a Vikings quarterback. Okay. Um, Joshua Dobbs, quarterback, Arizona, uh, is going to Minnesota along with a seventh-round pick in exchange for a sixth-round pick. So late-round pick swaps. And uh, the Minnesota get Josh Dobbs. For how long? The season? Uh, yeah, probably. And then they can decide what to do with him at the end. They can obviously give him a contract extension. I'd be surprised if they did that. Or at least yeah. they wouldn't do that um, to have him as a starter. But that's quite that's all right though. Yeah, I like this. I think this is I smart. Like that's good for the Vikings. Uh, yeah, because he didn't have much behind Cousins, who we know now is gone. I think they have a rookie, like a fifth round rookie. I want to say uh, Jalen Hall. Either of those words could be wrong. Maybe both. Okay. Um, Something sounds a bit like Jalen Hall, maybe. Maybe. Um, so I think it's good to get a starter. Josh Jobs has shown enough to show that he can he can win games. Um, it beat the Cowboys this year. Um, and also he's done a, a few times now where he's like moved and played like immediately. Yeah. So a lot of times like you would say often the person to replace someone mm. in a different team. Because you often talk, you often say you often hear people say things like, "Well, you can't train a quarterback mid-year, mid-season because you have to learn the playbook and stuff." But Josh Dobbs did it last season. Um, I want to say he went from Tennessee to the Raiders, like mid-season, okay, and then played. I can't remember. It might not be that. Or went to Tennessee? No, he went to Tennessee. Ah. Oh, oh <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he played in Tennessee. Anyway. Um, and then this year, he only went to Arizona like a week before the season started. Or two weeks or whatever it was. He's constantly learning playbooks. So yeah, he's always... <laughs> he must just have them all in his head. Yeah, he probably knows every team's playbook. But um Yeah. I think based on the last two weeks for Minnesota, i.e. looking good, it would have been maybe too tempting 
to package up a lot of picks and go for a bigger quarterback swing here. Yeah. Like maybe try and get Ryan Tannehill or Jimmy. I mean, I don't know if these players would have been available, but I guess for the right price, they would be. Um, and try and do something this season and say, you know, we, we can make the playoffs here. We can do proper bits. I think it's smart they didn't do that. Because in a rebuild, sort of, anyway. Yeah, I think that wouldn't have gone well for them. No, I think hang on to your draft capital. Um, okay, should I just rattle off the remaining ones? And then yeah. at the end, you can say if anything's interesting to you. Yeah. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver, traded from Cleveland to Detroit for a sixth rounder. A sixth rounder in 2025. Um, Contavia Street, defensive tackle, uh, and a 2025 seventh rounder goes to Atlanta for a sixth round pick. I didn't say where that was from. Contavia Street, is that Eagles? I don't, don't know him, but it doesn't mean he's not. Let's say I'm going to say that. Okay. Um, so another late round pick swap. Yeah. Um, Ezra Cleveland, guard, traded from Minnesota to Jacksonville for a sixth round pick. Okay. Um, and this isn't technically a trade, but Leonard Fournette, who was unsigned, has signed with the Buffalo Bills, who's a running back. Okay. Um, Is he good? That's a good question. He He has two nicknames. One is Playoff Lenny, which is when he plays in the playoffs, he's unstoppable. And he's a okay. great running back. The other Bills one... Could I, get to the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, that'd be the hope. Yeah, the other nickname, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's something like Battleship Lenny, maybe? Or something? Which he's, he's called that because uh, it takes him so long to change direction. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're really, really strong, though, don't need to change direction. At some point, you're going to have to change direction. <laughs> Move everyone out of the way. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Jacksonville get a guard, which is, I think, nice to have more depth on the O-line, protecting Trevor Lawrence. So I like that. Detroit get a receiver, which is good. Um. Question. Yes. If I have Peoples Jones on my fantasy, presumably I still have him. Yeah. No, I would think Lions. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have Peoples Jones? No, but Charlotte did. Charlotte picked oh, people right. with good names. Okay. Well, it's easier to root for him now in place for the Lions rather than the Browns. Yeah. So that's a, a good news story. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I don't think there's much more I need to say. Um, would you like... I kind of forgot. We've got all the kind of team we're up on, team we're down on bits. We can quick fire it before okay. predictions. Yeah. All right, let's do... Bum, ba-dum, ba-dum, bum. Let's do... 
I think maybe team we're up on, team we're down on, which you call like, I don't know, something like stocks rising, stocks falling, or stocks up. I don't know, something there, you know? You want to be like stocks how related. I, that's how I interpret it. It's like whose stock is going up. Yeah. That's how I've been thinking about it, regardless of what name you've given it. Yeah, there's some in there. Maybe some in some in Snappy. You can brainstorm. Oh, great! Thanks. That's a new <laughs> job. <laughs> um. Okay, stock rising. Um, I did these very quickly. Yeah. Um, I went for Chargers. Yeah. For the same reason, I could have gone for the Saints, which is what I already said, which was for the first time or one of the first times. I think the they've looked like the team we thought they would be. Or we thought they could be. So they can keep being this team. They will do well. But that remains to be seen. I went the stock for... is rising for you, Bill. My answer is Broncos. Right, yeah. But I also I wrote down a bunch. I also wrote down Bengals. Mm, that's uh, a good one. Titans. That's another good one. And not that their stock's necessarily rising, but like we said earlier, we're starting to think of them in a better light with Seahawks. Yeah, okay. That's probably like a slower rise, but over a longer time. Yeah, that's what we mean. They're sneaky. They've never been mm. on the stock rising list. No. But if you'd said at the beginning of the season, at this point, they'll be five and two. Yeah, it's the stock has like, risen. No, yeah. So. It's just in a sneaky way. Okay. Do you want to pick one, or are you happy to just roll with all of those? <laughs> no, I've picked Broncos. I didn't Broncos. Say that. Okay. That was my answer. Those were honourable mentions. Okay. Um, stock falling. Do you want to go first on this one? Uh, I'll. I've written down three, but I've not really done an obvious pick. I'll choose Colts. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but then I've also said Chiefs for the same reason I said Broncos uh, for the stock rising one and Vikings yeah I mean Kirk, even though they won the game I was tempted, and they had a good game I was tempted this week to have Vikings as both my stock rising and full yeah <laughs> it's so I thought of... I kind of did that kind of a stock can't do both of those things yeah, it'd be interesting to know how it affects them. Yeah, I mean, Josh Jobs, I think, has the potential, and Justin Jefferson's back soonish. So they still got weapons, they still got good players. I think their team on paper is pretty much as good. It's just they've oh, no, got such Cousins little. A big loss. They've got such little time to adjust. Yeah, and like Cousins, like his numbers were like top five. In the league, like for quarterbacks. Yeah, no, he is a big loss. But I mean, with Jefferson coming back, taking yeah. that into account. Yeah, and the thing is, while Jefferson's been out, Addison has really stepped up. Yeah. And the question is, if, when Jefferson gets back, if they're both going to be at that high level, then all of a sudden you've got two number one receivers. Whereas before you had, you know, a one and a two. Yeah. If that makes sense. So. In that sense, they could be better than before. But then obviously, Josh Dobbs isn't good at cutters. 
Maybe we'll turn up. Um, so do my stock falling team. Hit me with it. Um, Browns. Yeah. Just, I mean, for a number of reasons. But, I mean, the quarterback situation is so weird. I can't really follow it all or can't, or can't remember it. But it was something like Deshaun Watson was like hurt. And then the coach said, oh, he'll be back next week. And then he wasn't. And then he said he's cleared to play and then didn't play. And now I don't even know what's happening anymore. But Deshaun Watson isn't like, playing. They do like Walker more now. I mean, Walker's not great. <laughs> no, but I mean, Watson... Deshaun Watson wasn't great. In terms but, of performance, I don't think Walker's been worse than Watson was. I sort season. of agree with you, but I think if you're paying him fifty million yeah. dollars, you want to be playing him. him. I just well, I just wonder if something you know, if they've fallen out, whether you know the head coach and the owner, the head coach and the quarterback, the quarterback and the team. By the quarterback I mean Watson. Yeah, there's something like, that could be happening. Yeah, and they're keeping quiet. Yeah, it's unusual. Check it his check it history. You know. Yeah, it's believable that he could have a falling out with someone. Yeah, or you know, or an entire team. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Next bit. Next bit. Um. MVP. 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 Right. I've written down four wide receivers. Um, I'm going to guess. Okay. Right. AJ Brown, got to be. Yeah. Uh, one uh, of them I don't think you'll get. I think you'll get the other two. Okay. For MVP this week. Godry Hopkins. He's my actual answer. Let's go. Um, also, he's got a toe injury now. Oh. On Tuesday, he didn't uh, take as many snaps in practice. Okay. okay. I think they think he'll be okay to play, but yeah, he's questionable. Anyway, continue guessing. Chase? No. Armin Ross St. Brown? No. Um, Flowers? Probably not. No. Addison? No. Um, to give you a clue for the one that... Shahid? No. Alave? No. The Bay of the Saints? No. <laughs> okay, let's move off that one. Um, ah, C.D. Lamb? Got to be. Yeah. Is that the last one? There's one more, but I don't think you get the other one. You might Adam Thielen. No. No, you're not going to get it. Uh, Waddle. Oh. He had a good game. Yeah. Kind of, he's kind of been low-key He's a bit, bit slept on. Well, I mean, I think he's been quiet this year. I think that's why people aren't talking about him. I don't think he's had the production this year. I didn't know how good he was before this year. Last few weeks, he's looked good. Yeah, I mean, be, I think he looked consistently really good last year. I don't know. I mean, I think it's tricky. I think a big part of his job is making space for Tyreek. Yeah. So you're not going to get the numbers if that's your job. But um, Tyreek's looked great, so maybe that means he's doing a great job. 
yeah, I wouldn't be disappointed if I was Miami in what he's doing, but yeah, yeah, he had a good week this week. You're right. But yeah, Hopkins is my answer. Hopkins. But wow. yeah, great week for wide receivers. Yeah. Who have you got? Like, um, do you want to guess? It's a quarterback. I'll give you four guesses. Uh, are you giving it to Kirk last for his last chance? Oh, no. Ah, oh. actually, I've got an honorable mention as well. Uh, is it Josh? Quarterback. No. Josh Allen. No. No. That's uh, two guesses. It's not Jalen Hurts. He did have quite Jaden a good Hurts. game though. One more guess. Is it in the games I watched? Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. But it's my honourable mention and my answer. Okay. The, well, there's two quarterbacks. Yeah. Balls. Now I'm trying to think who we watched. Hey. Were either of them... What was the Titans-Falcons where they had, like, backups? But they, it was a good game. Were either of them one of them? Were they both of them? Um, I don't remember their names, so don't ask me for names. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you. You're yeah, you got there. So, my honorable mention is Dak Prescott, who I thought, okay. as I already mentioned, had a good game. Yeah, blah blah blah. But I'm not. I'm not going to give it to him. Um, my quarterback was the man, the myth, the legend. If it's mayonnaise in his coffee, Will Levis. Will Levis, mayonnaise boy. Uh, I think. I think I saw somewhere that he has um, the most fantasy points. Per game of anyone ever, because he's only played one game and he scored like twenty six points or something. Oh, of anyone, so from this week. Of no, anyone, I mean, like, if you take everyone's career, yeah, and yeah. say how many points they get per game, Levis, I think, has the most. Yeah, that makes sense because he's only played one game. But, but yeah. yeah. But genuinely gave a lot of juice to a dead offense. And I am now, believe it or not, excited to watch the Titans play the Steelers on Thursday Night Football, which before I was not particularly excited about. I mean, yeah, I would have enjoyed it, but. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Fun. Yeah, I mean, you tell me. you going to say now I'm going to start putting mayonnaise in my coffee? No, I don't have coffee or mayonnaise. Mate. Well, you're never going to be like Will Levison, are you? I could put vegan mayonnaise in my cup of tea. Equally gross. Uh, yeah, probably more. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. All right. This is dragging on a bit. All right. Darkness retreat moment, which I think is a name I might have settled on here. Darkness retreat moment, low light of the week. The fall of Captain Kirk. Yeah. Uh, should we have a moment of silence for our fallen saviour? A brief one, because it's going on. Okay. I could have edited a silence in, couldn't I? Um, we didn't yeah. actually have to do that. Why did we just stop for 25 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've I think we've spoken about this. But um, yeah, I was sad because the Vikings look spicy. Yeah. 
they have good momentum and this is well we'll see how it affects them but it's maybe killed it a bit yeah um do you think do you think it was worse having watched quarterback the netflix series do you think it made you feel sadder about it yeah because you root for him more because you like you don't only see him as like the person on yeah as as quarterback like a few hours every week these people are human beings Bill. yeah you see how much they put into it yeah so you know it must be gutting i mean i get i'm genuinely gutted if i like injure myself when i'm running and i can't run for two weeks but it's not my entire life (laughs) I know, this still yeah, gets you're me not down. a professional runner. Not yet, no. No. Or a professional podcaster. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um, okay. What is your football highlight of the week? Oh, did you agree? Fall of Captain Kirk. Yes, yeah, sorry. I... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I watched it today. Oh. Uh, so, Lions... Uh, Raiders mm-hmm. Gibbs had a great game so his whole performance was a bit of a highlight yes he had a lot of good highlights but he, there was a really cute moment where he scored not a remarkable touchdown mm, I think I know what you're going to say yes I think it was like 27 yards but wasn't overly special but then yeah he jumped into the stands mm. and was like partying with the crowd for a minute and was pulled up into the crowd by a remarkably strong woman. I think he did a lot of the work there, but it was a team effort, and that's what you like to see. I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about the woman that pulled him up. And they, I mean, they was, I was only listening to the audio, but they watched it again, and they decided that she must have been very strong. I think it's adrenaline. What, from her or from him? From her. Right, I she's feel so like, excited. She's like, let's get this guy to safety. Like how mums can pick up cars. She's like, anytime I've got a chance to hang out with Gibbs, I could Gibbs. fucking beat Gibbs up Eddie him. Hall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that your highlight as well? We've got the exact same. No. That'd be crazy. My highlight is uh, maybe even most boring thing that happened this week, which is the Jets winning. Okay, um, just because they won, <laughs> not not because they won, but because because it was such a shit game, and it's the two New York teams, the two New Jersey teams, against each other. There's a you know drama rivalries there, and uh, to have that moment when they're what thirteen, ten down, no, ten seven down or whatever, yeah, and uh, have that one second like to spike it. It was exciting. That was just crazy. Even more so, because, you know, kind of root for the Jets now after what happened to them week one. And they've got this kind of comeback thing going on. So to win against the Giants and then do it in overtime. And Greg Leg coming through with some clutch kicks. I was like, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, fair. That was special. Yeah. 24 punts. Nice. Um, okay. We kind of did that in a weird order because I kind of forgot about those bits. Should have done those and then did the trade stuff. But anyway, we got through in the end. How do you feel it went? Went good. 
Right, ready to do picks for week nine? Uh, I've got them all up. All right, so before we begin, the following teams I want to buy next week. Jaguars, Niners, Lions, Broncos. Yep. Okay. Um, and there's loads of hard games to call this week. Yeah, really good week. Which, yeah, means great games to watch and also means potentially I could get loads more than you if we go a different way on all of the close ones. Yeah. And I get them all right. Just need to make sure you do go the other way from me. Otherwise. Yeah, I'm going to stick with what I've written. I'm a yeah. <laughs> I know you call them out first. Um, so the Titans play the Steelers on Thursday night. Office is very tough. There's a mayonnaise man coming in, but I've gone for the Steelers. Mainly because I feel like TJ Watt is going to make some plays. But yeah, I I've gone Steelers. Steelers also. Okay, nice. Then the the not I was going to say the London games, the Germany games. This the is first the NFL most game exciting of the week. IMO. The number one and number two seeds, Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins, clash in Frankfurt. Um, this was very hard to call. John is backed. The boys from Miami. Miami. Kansas lose two in a row for the first time. I don't know how long. What have you gone for? Yeah. Oh, same. Speedy Gonzalez. Waddle's going to have another blinding game. I saw lots of people on uh, the platform formerly known as Twitter with uh, people dressing up as Mike McDaniel for Halloween. (laughs) Good content. And they were like filming themselves doing the thing where they run away from the camera, you know, that I showed you. Yeah, that's pretty good. Good stuff. Um, The Minnesota Vikings, presumably with Josh Dobbs, but not sure, um, against the Atlanta Falcons, presumably with Taylor Heineke, but not sure. Um, I've gone for the Vikings. I've gone for Falcons. Oh, okay. A point of difference. I think um, Falcons are probably why I'm so far behind you because I do back them a lot <laughs> more than evidence would suggest. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason I did so well a week just gone is that I also do that. I go with the teams I like. And last week, the Chargers won, the Saints won, the Bills won. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Jags as well. Um, the Seattle Seahawks go to Baltimore to play the Ravens. So there's another tricky one. Two teams. A huge game. At the top of the divisions. Well. I've gone for the Baltimore Ravens. I've also gone Ravens. I thought you would. Um, the Arizona Cardinals go to Cleveland to play the Browns. I have gone for the Browns. Yeah. I feel like this one's less interesting. Yeah, again, don't know who's going to be quarterback for either of those teams. I think <laughs> Clayton Toon, the rookie, is going to be the Cardinals quarterback. He's Browns a late round. defense are going to fuck him up. Yeah. I reckon. Miles Garrett's going to have a nice game. But don't know who's going to be the Browns quarterback. PJ Walker? Is he hurt? I don't even know. I've honestly lost track. It'd be interesting um, if he is hurt and it's not Watson replacing him. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck we'll it. See. Cardinals going to win. No, I'm sticking... no. Oh. <laughs> I'm never going for Cardinals winning. You'd get kudos if you've got it right, though. 
Yeah, I feel like that would be more of a rogue thing than my jaw. <laughs> um, the Los Angeles Rams against the Green Bay Packers. I've gone Rams. I've gone Rams. Come on, the, Nakua. The Bucks go to Houston to play the Texans. I found this tricky, but went I've... for the Texans. Exactly same. I thought this was really oh, hard. Really? This was one of the... I changed my mind on who the draw was going to be three times, and that was oh. my first choice. Do you choose your draw first and then pick up the other ones? No. Nice. You... So I go through in order, the order we're doing, mm. and I write which team beats the other one for all of them, and then put question marks at the end of ones that I think are dead close. Right. And then at the end, I look at the question marks. By the way, there's normally only two question marks, and I choose out of the two. Mm. This week there was six. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good week. week for games. Um, the Washington Commanders, without Young and Sweaty, go to Foxborough to play the Patriots. That's a weird one. I went Commanders. I've gone Commanders as well because the Patriots look like they stink. Yeah. It's more that I'm going for the team that are playing the Patriots than I'm going for the Commanders. Yeah. Um, the Bears go to New Orleans to play the Saints. I think we've probably both got Saints for this one. Yep. Um, the Colts go to Charlotte to play the Carolina Panthers. I've gone Colts. I've got Colts. Yeah. Um. A really tricky one, this one. The New York Giants go to Vegas to play the Raiders. The head coachless Raiders. Um, Or linebacker coach now. Yeah, I guess. Interim head coach. Um, I've written down Raiders, but even then I don't really believe it. But I'm going to stick. I mean, if Daniel Jones is out, which I don't know if he will be still, but then surely the Raiders. But yeah, and no, sorry, I've gone Raiders. Paul's gone. Draw. Oh, tie. My, this is my third one that I wrote draw for, but yeah, draw. Oh, okay. Um, a very, very tasty matchup in the late window. Scary matchup. Dallas Cowboys go to the link in, you know, a huge divisional game. Maybe the biggest rivalry in all of football. Two teams heading for fight for the division. Maybe for the number one seed. Could I build up anymore? I'm running out of ways I can. Who have you gone for? Eagles, in it. Eagles, in it. Yeah, I've gone for them as well. <laughs> Two reasons. Yep. Firstly, they're great and it's at the link. Mm-hmm. I guess it's two. Secondly, or thirdly, <laughs> fuck Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, did you see uh, George Kittle got fined for wearing a after they beat the Cowboys he like lifted up his jersey and underneath he had a t-shirt on that said fuck Dallas <laughs> no but I rate it so much uh, I think it's like an homage is that the word or paying homage I don't know yeah. if it's the same word to something that happened I can't remember way back when someone had a similar shirt uh, okay but uh, yeah funny okay Good lad. <laughs> um, 
and they're arguably a just as tasty affair. Yeah. I in the say. AFC, the Buffalo Bills go to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. This was the hardest one for me to call, but I went with my heart, which I so often do, which means I went for the Bills. Yeah, I went Bills as well. Oh, did you? I did. I think as good as Bengals look right now, they've it's not been enough weeks mm. of them looking really good for me to be confident. Yeah, I guess it's because the Browns have looked amazing game. at certain bits, but then the next week they've been shit. So if Bengals do that, yeah, because Bills have been more consistent. Well, no, they've had some pretty bad games. Either way, they, they almost I'm lost to the Giants. Oh yeah, can change my answer. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sticking with Bills. Um, and. I, I think a very interesting game, probably not quite so compared to the ones we just had, but Monday Night Football, the Chargers go to New York or go to New Jersey to play the Jets. I've gone for the Chargers. It's going to be like offense versus defense, isn't it, really? Who's going to win out of Chargers offense and Jets defense? Strength against strength. Yeah. I also win Chargers. Normally, we've gone mostly the same on the close ones. Um, yeah, we've gone mostly the same throughout, actually. In fact, <laughs> we've got Minnesota against Atlanta is different, and then you'll tie. Okay. So, you know, if you do make up ground, it's not going to be much ground. <laughs> well, the tie would make up a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, a tie would be very helpful for you. Um, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, this is really Very good week week. for games. And especially because I've got nothing to do on Sunday. And so I can watch the Germany game live in full and then straight into red zone. I don't have to worry of the Niners. Obviously, I prefer to watch the Niners, but I don't have to worry about it because they're on a bye. So just enjoy the football. The football. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. A it's good Sunday. Good. Um. Grivy, is there anything you would like to say to the billions and billions of undrafted rookie subscribers? Uh, sorry. Yeah, I think. <laughs> sorry. sorry for wasting everyone's time. <laughs> Thank you for making it so far. Sounds like we're like wrapping it up like this is the last one we ever did. Um, um, no, we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll continue. Yeah, I mean, we will apologize again, though. It's yeah, okay. sorry, sorry that this one's as bad as the others, and uh, sorry that the next one will be just as bad. Funny. John out. <laughs> Concluded. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>